Welcome to Livestream Stars. I'm Ross Brand. This is the show where we feature talented broadcasters delivering high-quality content across Livestream platforms. And Livestream Stars is brought to you by LivestreamUniverse.com. Get your daily Livestream update with our show recommendations every morning in video form on our Facebook page by going to Facebook.com slash Universe and a couple of programming notes. I have the honor of being a guest on a few shows this week. Um, tomorrow night, I'll be on Ask Zeph with Seth Zan. We'll be talking about five excuses that keep people from going live. You can view that uh, show live at zephzan.live. It's also on Crowdcast. And then uh, Wednesday night at 9 Eastern, I'll be on the Jenny Q show talking about what else? Live streaming. And that's live on Facebook Live, 9 p.m. Eastern. I believe it's uh, Facebook.com slash uh, The Jenny Q Show. Uh, but definitely just Google Jenny Q and uh, you can find that uh, Wednesday night. And next Monday on Livestream Stars, we have David Vaughn uh, from theprofitablelist.com. He's always got insights on what's happening behind the scenes in the world of tech. And now to tonight's guest, Rachel Moore is a super talented live streamer who hosts the Let's Livestream Twitter chat, the Laugh and Learn social media show on Huzzah. She works with clients at Really.Social and shares social media and business tips and news on her regular Facebook broadcasts. And Rachel, you have uh, some new projects coming up. You're working on putting together a meetup for small That's business correct. owners. I've actually got the meetup group going. It's called Really Social small businesses and yeah it's on it's on a roll and we're building it up oh that's great and you had mentioned to me when we were chatting off, off air that you were going to do a podcast or you're thinking about a yes, podcast me as and well? everybody else it's usually it's either author a book or do a podcast and i'm not authoring a book i don't think anyone wants that um i could probably do a comic strip and that'd be about good um no i'm uh i really have been delving up or thinking seriously about doing a podcast and my big thing is that I love small businesses. I love all the things that they do in the different industries they're in and I really can appreciate the struggles they have, particularly with marketing. So what I hope to do is a podcast focused on how small businesses are using social media, whether they're misusing it, really using it well, or uh, just sharing their perspectives. Small businesses do rock, Mitch. Um, they're sharing those perspectives so the rest of us can learn and, and, and grow and figure out what the best ways are forward. My big uh, mantra is let's stub our toes less. And if that can help people stub their toes less, right. let's do it. So. so before we get to the video stuff, where are small businesses stubbing their toes? Where are they coming to you with issues, questions, problems um, in using their social well, for media? One thing, I think small businesses mostly are, many of them are thinking they don't need social media. Um, and that is such a fallacy anymore. Uh, back, Think back to the days when websites first became a thing and many of them were convinced I don't need a website. Obviously that's no longer true. Um, the same is true today for social media. You have to have a social media presence. Um, you have to be able to be available to people aside from your website. Um, in addition to a storefront, in addition to a customer service outlet, um, they're expecting you to be there. And so I think that's a huge misstep. And then um, I think businesses, you know, might decide I want to be on this one because I'm used to using this one, whereas their audience is probably not on that platform. They need to try something different. You really just need to go where your audiences are. And lastly, the big one. Hey, Alessandra. Um, <laughs> Lastly, I think the big misstep that uh, small businesses make on social media is they just see it as a big billboard. And it's all about, I have a sale, mm -hmm. I have a product, I have a thing, you need to come to me. Instead of actually trying to make it a give and then get um, where they're trying to educate or help or provide resources to their, their audience and their customers. Um, and then building that credibility and trust so that they do seek them out when they need those those actual resources from the small business. So a lot of stub toes. So it's yeah, so it sounds like in the in the day to day execution, it's the it's not engaging enough with their potential customers, their current customers, people they want to who yeah. were customers, <laughs> whoever whoever is seems like a fan to engage with them and hope to to convert them. And 
that is something a lot of businesses don't seem to get, Agreed. right? Agreed. <laughs> I, I think that they, uh, well, and the other misstep they can make sometimes is they just assume that, well, I'll just have our receptionist do the, the social media, you know, or it's like that thing, if it does what you want it to do, what you hope it does, it's eventually going to grow beyond your poor receptionist, uh, what she can accommodate with her hours and, and resources and such. So uh, it's far better to let me get somebody who can dedicate time to it give it the attention it needs and uh, hopefully get that going. But it, it's a hard thing to do. It's a hard thing to recognize and resource for. And nobody wants to spend the time or money on it yet. It's such a, a huge need. For small business owners and particularly for solopreneurs who have a company under a name, but they also are largely identified mm-hmm. with the company. Where do you, advise them as far as should they have an account, a personal account and a company account? Should they have a, a an account under the company name, but use their image rather than the logo as the avatar? What do, where do you come Honestly, down on that it's, kind of it's very much going to depend on the business, obviously. Um, I, I do recommend that any business have a Facebook page. I think that's a smart thing to have. I mean, it's, it's almost secondary to having a website. It's just that home plate for people to come find you. That said, um, you, I mean, you can share events from there, but then you can also tie things from that. You can have your own, um, your individuals from the business possibly do things with either their own profiles or they can create groups. Um, Facebook groups are a fantastic way to engage with specific subsets of your customer base. Uh, or, you know, if you have an influencer or someone in your company that has a, a special place that they're, that's their niche and that's where they hang out they can go have a group that ties and brands back to your Facebook page. But um, I I would say a Facebook page is pretty much a no brainer for everybody. Um, Though, you know, as anyone who works in Facebook knows, it's a little harder all the time to get any traction from your Facebook page without putting some dollars behind it. So uh, that's, that's a hard thing to, to stomach. Um, But yeah, I think it it really is going to still depend largely on the type of industry and the company. And how do you determine like what you're going to post on your own Rachel Moore uh, social <laughs> properties and what you're going to post under, you know, really dot um, social? I, uh, so I, well, the way I've sh- shook out my uh, social media is uh, my Facebook page is primarily targeted toward the topic of Facebook. Um, I, I, I do make it a little more personal, but um, anything I post from my Facebook page is about Facebook ten- or um, just some general trends, which frankly, it's not hard to find because Facebook's so prevalent in the news. Um, But I tend to show that stuff on there. And then also anything that my business is putting out that could be of use to the people that are on Facebook. That said, um, I also have a couple of Facebook groups I run. um, And uh, I let those kind of break out into some different subsets that are not specific necessarily to Facebook marketing, but they're just more about the people that I want to engage with. So um, and it really is. It's a it's an ever changing thing. I mean, you've seen my uh, I get on it each week on Facebook Live and just talk about what's coming up for that week's newsletter. Um, and that's one thing that right. I use it for. Uh, and I like that because it makes it episodic. It's something I you know my my audience can really expect me to do. Um, but everybody's gonna have a different strategy. Some people just get on Facebook or Facebook Live when they're about to do an event. So. But that's kind of what I've used it for um, thus far is that I, I make that more personal marketing. You know, businesses can use social media in this manner um, way to post. And you and on Twitter, you have um, the Rachel. Really, it's at Rachel underscore. Really, uh, is that your, my Twitter that's your Twitter handle? handle yep. Right. And that's what you use on um, Instagram as well. Um, and and that's for that you use a combination of business and personal or largely business. How do you kind of you know, divide that I up? I have gravitated more toward only using a biz. Um, it's my it's really not social is my Instagram handle, and I've been using that mm-hmm. primarily. Um, and I I actually had a client ask me about this the other day. Um, and Gina, I'll get to your question in just a moment. Um, um, I had a client ask me about this, like, do you th- recommend I keep those two things separate? And this gets into an area where it kind of drives back to your question about, do you make a brand separate from the individuals there that, that work in it? I think we're arriving to a new spectrum where uh, it's far more normal to see a brand, a professional brand represented in concert with that personal thing. Uh, with that personal presence. So mm-hmm. I have coupled uh, my Instagram and I actually need to make sure I segue that a little more uh, succinctly to say, hey, if you want to find me, 
you want to go to this Instagram account. But I share personal as well as professional images um, and messages on one Instagram account, uh, just like I do on Snapchat, um, just like I do on Twitter, uh, because I feel like if you get really social, you get Rachel Moore. Um, and conversely, if you get Rachel Moore, you're going to eventually get re really social too. That's just part of my life and my business. And I feel like people today are used to realizing they're conducting business with a flesh and blood person. Um, it, I always right, drive back right. to the Wizard of Oz um, analogy where, you know, yes, you've got that big, you know, brand might have had that big smoke and mirrors image. There's just still this guy behind a curtain. That's the guy that you're going to be doing business with in the end. Um, so let's just leave that big smoke and mirrors behind. Just get right behind the curtain. Um, and I think that's where social media is heading. It's becoming a little more personal media, uh, if you will. Right, right. So when I saw you first on video, I don't know, a couple months, three, four months ago, somewhere you burst on the scene or I just <laughs> right. And you started doing all you started doing Twitter chat and you started doing shows and everything. And the first time I saw you, I said, she's got to have a background in broadcasting. She's just too poised um, being on shows by herself, <laughs> right. On like a platform like blab and just sitting there happily for an hour going over providing value. Um, so tell me what, what is your, your, uh, your background? I've been curious to know as far as broadcasting sure, um, goes. It's varied. And, and let me just say that I'm one of those people that did the, um, I'm going to go to college over 20 year period, um, before I actually finish. Um, and, uh, to just admonish anytime I hear about a, a, a teen or someone who's like, Oh, I thought about just dropping out of college to finish it later. I'm like, no, just finish it now. Um, seriously. Um, but I did, I had, a, I went through a long stint of going through multiple uh, educational facilities and um, institutions. Um, I have a bachelor's in communication, a bachelor of science in communication, but uh, through that I did a lot of film criticism. I did some, uh, you know, journalism tendencies, but I also have certification in radio and TV broadcasting. I got that way long time ago, uh, back in the 90s. Um, and uh, right after uh, graduating with that certificate, I went and worked for a radio station part time. And it was just a small town, uh, as most people start out when they graduate with a radio, anything. Uh, start out in a very small uh, market. Um, usually it's just you, you know, no one becomes Don Imus or Howard Stern right off the bat. You, that, that's the lucky star kind of thing. Um, but, uh, I did, I, I often, I was always working by myself, you know, I was recording PSA spots, but I was on air by myself. And, um, I think there was maybe one time in three years that I had someone on with me. So it really is a matter of just faking it. I'm engaging here. I am. I'm talking by myself and I'm just going to talk like I have got a convo going here. Right. Um, and, and frankly, Ross, and I bet you found this too, is that I've actually found platforms like Blab or, or FireTalk and um, Huzzah and stuff a bit easier because it isn't just you broadcasting to the masses with absolutely zero feedback anymore. I can see that there's a sidebar right. chat going and questions um, and things like that. So it, it to me, this is like even better than all that. I don't quite have to fake it so much. Granted, if you have zero people watching, you are, you're just kind of going to go and people are going to watch the replay right. later. Hopefully they gain advantage from it. But I think that's where and you probably agree with this too, any good broadcaster would, your content has to be good. I mean, if I could just hit, I could just start up anything, any live stream is to start, well, let me tell you about this lovely um, bench I'm sitting on. Uh, you know, I'm just going to talk about <laughs> in my hair. That's so boring. So, you know, Grant, you might get a few people viewing, but is that adding value to anybody? It's not. So if you're adding right. value, you can talk by yourself. <laughs> and sometimes you will have to end up that I think my I, I can get my radio uh, background. Those little quiet afternoons in the uh, small town radio station is is where I got kind of comfy with just being like, eh, it's just me. It's totally fine. <laughs> right, right, and you know my backgrounds. I, I worked in radio for a while, and I mean the platforms. When I discovered Blab, it was like this is basically like talk radio with webcams. I had never done oh, any video really? before that. I think I'd used a web. I think I'd used my webcam twice before that. I would never guess that about you. Um, Seriously. <laughs> I've, I've still never done the, uh, like, mm -hmm. the Periscope 
the cell phone one to many thing. I've still never done that. Maybe someday. Uh, <laughs> but this is more like doing radio. I'm here with a microphone and a headset on. I don't really think too much about the the video. Um, did you did you um, do any video before you you started live uh, streaming? I have not. I had not done a ton of video, but uh, I had done a ton of musical theater. Uh, so I uh, I have had no problem getting up in front of a lot of people and, uh, and, you know, portraying a character. And then that eventually led to just getting up. I, I used to be a worship leader for uh, churches that I was involved with. So um, not really a problem with getting up in front of people and just, Oh, spotlight, here we are. Right. Um, and, and I will share too. I mean, I've had one of the reasons I'm very self-deprecating is that I just think I, I love, if I can crack people up, even if it's at my own expense, totally fine um i actually fell off the stage one time and uh had people cracking up at that i'm like well i'm not hurt I'm not eternally hurt and they laugh it's totally cool so um of course now everybody's <laughs> like oh my gosh she totally fell off the stage yes i did um but uh, that's part of that's part of my shtick if you will is uh, just like hey, it's just me right. and i'm a normal person and and i have always thought that well i feel like i can handle the um the abuse and the uh, the embarrassment maybe more than other people so maybe I get a healthier share of that than other people do and that evens out it's a wash so uh, <laughs> and thank you Jeff I, I think you'd probably agree with me and say that's the way to go <laughs> <laughs> so how about when you're working with clients do you advise them to use video do they ask you about using video or aren't most you know, small business is really ready to be live no, streaming yet. I, I really can't wait to watch you on with Zeph uh, about this topic. Um, and uh, Alessandra is on uh, Let's Livestream uh, Twitter chat recently about this. This is a huge roadblock for, for anybody. Um, and it is. I think it's a valid roadblock. I, I think people freak out at the notion that, oh, my gosh, there's a, there's a light on my camera and people are watching this right now. Who's watching it? I, I don't even know. People. Um, and they can judge me. Um, they will. Uh, they, you're you're just gonna get judged. But I think it it does come to that. Hey, haters gonna hate. I still have a message to get out and whatever. But um, uh, when I do talk to small businesses, uh, they are usually just trying to get off the ground. They're trying to say, Hey, I know I need to be on social media. Fine. You know, what do I need to do just to get a pulse going? And you're like, Okay, well, let's talk about the pulse you could have. But let's talk about if we wanted to do more than a pulse. What if you wanted to be a little more robust? And eventually see some, uh, I don't know, website traffic or um, actual engagement happen. You know, maybe we could plan for that. And I absolutely, um, in, in a lot of the strategy sessions and consulting I've done in the last few months, um, I always bring up live video. Um, I can't, I don't know how I could help but not bring it up. It's because with particularly mm -hmm. Facebook Live, everybody's on Facebook Live. I actually just saw um, an infographic recently that said even... Um, business to business are using Facebook advertising more than LinkedIn, um, which you would think that they'd be still, oh, no, LinkedIn's still the place. Uh, Facebook advertising is very effective. But then you see Facebook Live, it's pushed to the top of the feed, and you get exponentially more reach from a simple live video. Um, I consulted with one company called Gut Monkey. I love their name. Uh, they do uh, outdoor adventure for hemophiliacs and people with chronic diseases, people who couldn't not necessarily get out and do adventures without some medical help. Um, but they do that for them and they facilitate that. They have gone live and it's been so fun for me to see the enormous reach they're getting. And they're so creative with it. It's like they tapped into this like, hey, we could totally do this on video. And they, they got all creative with it and they just went crazy. And another client did that too, Personify Leadership, where they are like, you know, we, we get up in front of people anyway, teaching leadership workshops. Why don't we just demonstrate what we're doing? We have no problem just getting on a quick camera, you know, getting on video. Um, and they're seeing huge, huge reach from that and just more people seeing. And um, I think anytime someone is looking at a marketing strategy on social media, you have to consider you have to factor in that live video can do tons for you. Tons. I mean, I, I challenge anyone on here who's ever gone on live video, if you haven't gotten a notification from Facebook later saying, hey, that's the best performing post you have. Do you want to put some dollars behind that? And you're like, well, yeah, because it's the best performing post I did in the last week. So um, you have to, it's seriously something people need to look at. And again, there are options if people don't have anyone at their company they feel comfortable getting in front of a live camera. There are people who are ready to do that. 
you know, to be like, no, I'll get on, I'll be your face for you. You know, just let's, let me educate you. Um, and there are different things you can do too. find a social media advocate, someone who's a customer that's just been with you. If they happen to be good on live video, right. utilize that. That's a wonderful thing to do, especially if it's someone who's external to your company. That's an advocate um, who's just there to say, hey, I can mm -hmm. get on live and do it. So and Gina's see. And then you got some people like Gina being in front of the camera is a blast. <laughs> it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and how are you seeing like um live video kind of taking the business results to the next level right like so social media maybe you're engaging with current customers how is how is live video now maybe helping is it helping businesses actually draw in new people is it you know it, where are the results like how are they able to say okay since we went to video before we used to just engage with our current customers. Now we're acquiring new customers because I think it's, it's easier on live streaming mm -hmm. to do that because of the credibility and the trust and the personality than it is through tweeting and Facebook posts and right. things like and, that. Um, I mean, if you look at video anyway, I mean, video is just the huge um, distinguished uh, type of post out there that gets way just more traction than, than our image. Um, gifts are kind of up there too because they're motion. You're seeing something in motion. I mean, I, I get so many too where I'll scroll down my Facebook feed and I just see a video. I'm far more inclined to like cover on it and kind of see, okay, do I want, oh, okay, I'll click on to watch it, you know, so I can hear what's going on. Um, it's absolutely legit. But then you've got live video where um, to me, I think that a lot of consumers are taking that as an additional credibility. You're confident enough in what you're saying to go live. You're not going to pre-produce it. You're not going right. to try to make sure oh, I'm going to do 10 or 12 different takes to make sure I just nail it just right, get the right inflection. Instead, you're confident enough to go online and let people take that and roll with it. Um, and and I, again, that leads back to that obstacle. People are like, we ask, but what if I misspeak? What if I stumble? What if I stutter? It's like, are you human? Do you stutter in real life? You're having a conversation with people. It's okay. Um, and uh, also Facebook, man, their analytics on videos are awesome from a Facebook page, though. Um, anytime you do a live video from not a Facebook page, from uh, your own profile or your own event that you make, hide your profile or a group, um, you don't get those analytics. Well, from a Facebook page, you really do. You can see the three-second or more views. You can see 10-second views. You can see when people started dropping off of your videos. So you can like, okay, well, I want to make sure maybe I should shorten these up maybe say everything I need to, all the, you know, call to action right off the bat so they, they catch it. Um, and then right. you're able to now see the reactions. So if people are loving your video or crying at it or, you know, they're getting angry at it, you're able to see all that. <laughs> and you really are, man. You're able to get that instant, you know, it's almost like the rating system of, of broadcast TV where you're able to be like, oh, okay, people are loving it and hating it or dropping off, not caring about it. Let me adjust my strategy there, you know, there. And so um, I think there we're just going to see more, um, more analytics come out for live video uh, as it continues to grow. And um, particularly, you know, Facebook's kind of set the bar um, that it's a big deal. <laughs> so uh, we really should right. be seeing more from, um, you know, and even third party uh, providers of analytics are just going to be stepping in and be like, hey, 10 bucks a month and we'll give you analytics on that live video, you know. <laughs> Yeah, you know, even even uploaded videos, if you upload them natively to Facebook rather mm -hmm. than put them on YouTube and then put right. a link or whatever, even those do very well in comparison to image posts or mm -hmm. text posts. Uh, because I've been doing, I, re I record my, my update that I do and then I just upload it because I want it to be tight. Yeah. So if it's not, I, I can redo it. Um and even that, I mean, and yeah, I'm more aggressive in sharing that than I am in in most of my mm -hmm. Facebook posts. But it's like the difference between like you reach seven people right. today or whatever, and you reached hundreds of people. I mean, it's like a huge, a totally, huge difference. Totally. <laughs> well, and, and again, I mean, I, I do love my clients who ask, like, what does it mean when it's a view? How long is that? Did somebody really watch the whole thing? And I think Facebook go value and saying, okay, a view in Facebook analytics counts as a three second, you know, that can be the time it takes for someone to kind of scroll through. Oh, I looked at it and that's a view. But so if their thumb doesn't continue pushing their phone up and it starts auto playing, you, you get, get a, view a view out of that. Um, it's not an intentional not. So that's view. A but metric. Yeah. We'll take it. But then you do get the 10 second ones. So maybe they're just 
even if they're just kind of hovering and kind of seeing it, and I have my feed set to where it doesn't autoplay the audio, um, so I could just see it playing, and I can be like, okay, what's going on here? Click it, you know, and then then I get to another screen, and that is letting me classify that as a view, and then it shows how long I'm with it. Do I ever do I watch it through duration? Do I um, you know I drop off at a certain point? Those are the analytics people need to be looking at. Um, and again, provided right, right. via Facebook page. I, I really long for the day. And again, what I was saying earlier, where I think we're getting more toward that personal uh, drive, that personal profile thing um, being used more than a, a maybe a brand. Uh, it'd be fantastic if Facebook would step up and give those analytics to everyone and every type of Facebook entity versus just right, ones right. from the page. You know, Chef Michael mentions that, you know, Facebook uh, or doing any kind of live video can be a, a killer for people who yeah. aren't prepared. And one of the things I, I'm noticing where people are, are maybe hurting their brand is where they're saying, OK, I haven't been live in three days. I better go live today. And they don't have a plan. They don't have really anything that that requires going live or that they, you know, they don't have anything to talk about. It's just time to go live. And they stay on too long talking uh, about nothing. Um, usually when you have a plan, it's 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 a tighter tighter broadcast then I, I think unlike say a periscope or something facebook there's a lot of distractions yeah. going on you're getting facebook messages you're getting new notifications and all that if you're not keeping it sharp moving it along keeping people interested um they're gonna check out pretty quickly totally. on facebook well, live man what you said too just drives back i mean one thing i consistently tell people about social media is that it's this, you wouldn't go meet your best bud or even just a person that you hope to do business with. Let's just put it that way. You wouldn't go meet them for a coffee and show up and say right off the bat, well, I'm just showing up to this because, you know, I needed to meet with you and hopefully I'll get some money out of this, um, you know, but hopefully it's worth my while and, uh, you know, let's start talking. Who's gonna, who says that? Right. And if you do <laughs> say that, what's wrong with you? Um, but why would you do right. the same thing? If you go live on Facebook, it's instantly telling your audience, I really don't care about this. I have a strategist telling me to go live. So here we are, you know, ask away, whatever. And it's just like, right. okay, gee, he's you still in my heart. You know, well, well, just, you know, you just entice me so much. And uh, no, nobody cares about that. And, and you really do. So agreed that you can totally kill yourself if you're getting on just because somebody told you had to push play. Um, no, you know, right. talk, what, what do you, you know, you can even ramp up and do some polls, you know, ask people like, what would you like to see from here? You know, or look at your FAQs. Oh my gosh, that's a gold mine for content ideas. You know, if you have just this question you keep answering over and over again, do a Facebook live about that. Say, you know, a lot of you've been asking this question. Here's the answer. Uh, it's perfect. I mean, that's something that can live on and you can repurpose that and, and it, it provides an instant service for the people watching you. So um, start with your audience, you know, just like you'd meet that person for coffee. What do they want to talk about? Why are they meeting with you? You know, why are they giving you a time of day and giving you more than three seconds of a view? You know, <laughs> right, right. Hey, Jeff asks, um, how much planning do you do for uh, to prepare for a particular broadcast? So my Facebook Live broadcast, again, I get on each week. Uh, I put about, about as much time into it as I do for prepping my actual newsletter. My newsletter is very simple. I do three things per week. I do a really social tip video, which is just usually under five-minute video. It's about one way to use social media, one feature. Uh, then I do my vlog or blog post for the week, whatever that one's about. And then um, an event coming up that might be of interest to the person. So just three hits. And so when I get on my live video, I'll talk about that. Usually um, the either the vi the how-to video or the, the vlog is on a specific topic. And I might delve a little more into that saying, here's why this is important to you because here's what you can do with this. And you'll learn more if you sign up for the newsletter and, or go watch that how-to video I did. Um, I do, I do uh, write out some notes or kind of rehearse it in my brain before I go live to go, okay, here's what I'm gonna talk about, da, 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 da. I wanna make sure I kind of hit this, 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 this. Um, that said, um, as we know, Facebook Live and even you know, Fire Talk and things like that, um, you are having to react to the people uh, commenting. I find, um, that's why I found, uh, what, it's interesting what you said about Periscope. I, I, I don't like that as much because the comments come up and then, go away like smoke and you're like, oh, oh I missed it. Right. Um, whereas at least in Facebook, if someone comments, 
um, you can, it's, it's retained. And so I can say, oh, okay, so I've, you know, maybe I've lined up eight questions. I can hit those one by one. Um, but you still have to do that live interaction and stuff, which that can also throw broadcast, broadcasters off as well. So you kind of have to plan for that too. Be like, okay, um, I just encourage people to, and you know, as broadcasters, take a deep breath. It's okay to just go, and then just keep talking. It's fine um, because then you're like, okay, let me just assess where I just was. Let me formulate my thought, and we're back. You know, right, totally right. fine to do that. So, you know, I, I, doing a, an interview show is obviously very different than doing a one-to-many broadcast in comparison <laughs> to how you would prepare for yeah. it or whatever. But obviously, when I have somebody like Rachel on, I really don't have to prepare because whatever comes to mind, I can ask her about and she has an answer. <laughs> I might I might like to talk a little bit uh, sometimes. <laughs> my, I'm in my networking group. They're always like, and Rachel has words. And I'm like, I know. I'm going <laughs> to... Usually wait for the best. I mean, it is that you're very knowledgeable about a lot of things. So it's not like, oh, we have to keep it in this lane or we, I might ask a question and get silent. Well, and that's the thing, Ross. I, I don't know everything. I think, and I think there's huge growth to be had when I'm like, I don't know. Can you just tell me what that means? I have no idea. I, you know, right, and right. I'm not going to know everything. Other people do know things that I don't know. And you thank God for them. <laughs> <laughs> So talk about what you do um, as far as uh, football goes. You do social media with um, Denver Broncos? Um, I do. It's not. So they have an unofficial. uh, We are not paid. I wish we would be. Oh, God. Um, But we have an unofficial uh, Broncos hashtag. uh, And it seems like it changes every year, although I think the last two years has been the same. It's hashtag we are Broncos. It's it's sponsored by Nine News, which is a local NBC affiliate. And, uh, and essentially, mm-hmm. yes, football Denver Broncos. Oh, that's okay, David. You don't have to love the Broncos. You just have to love our Twitter chat. Um, but uh, so each game um, will get on. And this, I think, I found out about this about six years ago. And I think that's when it started. Um, Misty Montano uh, works for Nine News here in local Denver. And she uh, started it up. It wasn't that hashtag at the time, but it has grown to that. But essentially, it's just a bunch of us. We love watching the games. We watch them and we tweet at the same time. That, that honestly is the way I love to watch TV because if you think about it, you always see a hashtag at the bottom of your screen on any television program, including sports. Right. Um, so, you know, you just enter that hashtag. And if you're tweeting to that hashtag, you're part of that conversation. And we do, we love talking about it. I will, I will confess that uh, most of the tweets that I do are coming from the person on the couch next to me um, because my husband, I swear if he could get a, a if he could get a job in uh, football broadcasting, he will say, he will call and then you'll hear them say it on the TV five seconds later. I'm like, how do you, how do you do that? And, um, but so I'm usually tweeting what he does, but then I do know a little about football. So I'll get on there too and just be like, Oh my gosh, what was that? What kind of call was that? And whatever. Um, you know, and then of course, if we know the the handles for our favorite players, we'll like, Oh my gosh. You know, and freak out about that. You'll tag them and totally. stuff in the tweets. Totally. And, do they ever, do they ever no, respond? No, but never, uh, never. But why, too big yes, for that. Yes, exactly. They're too well, and also I think it's against the rules. They they definitely can't respond at the time, and that later they give me no love. That's okay. Um, but uh, but it's a fun little community. Yeah, you would hope they don't really have a phone down on the field, right? I think, <laughs> like, oh, I got a tweet from Rachel. I got to <laughs> respond. Hold up, Bam. hold up, coach. I'll be right out. I'm just got to finish this tweet. Yeah. Well, I think there's a rule. I don't think they're allowed to even engage in any of that stuff uh, on there, which is probably a good thing. Uh, they are earning a little more money than me. Um, but um, but uh, I love uh, I just love that community. And that's honestly, that's where I got into Twitter chats at all was that hashtag, you know, several years ago where I was like, oh, this is a conversation. And this is where so then I started kind of learning more about other Twitter chats like hashtag social road trip or hashtag mobile chat or um, those other you know chats that are on a topic of conversation. And really, there's tons of them. I mean, you, you'd be hard pressed to not find something or just go start one. Um, that's about a topic you're, that you're interested in. And I love that part of Twitter. I love it. Speaking of social road trip, there's going to be some folks out in Denver. That's right. Soon or now. I think they're out there already. Chris Barrow. Chris Barrow and Renner. Joel Renner. And that's right. Those folks. Brenda Are you going to... Any, any sort of social road trip events out in um, Denver or anything? Dan can help me in the sidebar, I think. So I think on Friday night we're doing a brewery and then kind of tooling around 16th Street Mall, um, which 
August is a perfect time to do that because it's totally, you know, it's nice, it's dry outside or whatever. Um, I believe we're, we're volunteering Saturday. Uh, I can't remember the name of the place we're doing it. It's a, it's a children-related charity, but we're all going to volunteer together. Um, we're breaking apart for lunch to do what, what we will, and then I think we're getting together again for um, a dinner and kind of drinks and car possibly karaoke. I think we we're trying to work that in. Um, but uh, yeah, some of us locals are, are getting it together and uh, welcoming some of our outer townies and creating a social road trip event this weekend, which I'm very excited about. Plus, I think uh, Chris and Joel have their ed edu web conference here. So that's yeah. all a uh, big reason they're here too. But yeah, kill two birds. Let's get it done. That's going to be fun. <laughs> yes, that's great. Um, talk about the Let's Live Stream Twitter chat. Uh, Wednesdays, 3 p.m. Yes. Eastern. Is that the only Twitter chat that's focused just on live streaming that to you know knowledge, about? To my knowledge, I did some seeking when I was like, well, I'd love there to be a Twitter chat about this topic. Is there one? And there wasn't. And I'm like, well, should I start one? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I love it. Um, and again, I think it's so the, the driving force behind it is to lower that threshold. Um, I want more good people to be using social media to its fullest capacity. And right now, live video, social live, social video is the fullest capacity, pretty much. I think we're going to get into 360 video and stuff like that. It gets a little more complex. But anyone with, a, right. anyone with an app on their phone can go live right now. And I would love it if more people would. And a big part of uh, the hashtag Let's Livestream Twitter chat is to put that knowledge out there. Let's talk to the people who have... Yeah really built some following of creating revenue uh yes wednesday 3 p.m eastern time um and it's hashtag let's live stream but um it's uh it, it's really primarily to provide that as a resource thing if you don't know about going live if you don't know what the stats are or how to do it or anything what go lurk on that twitter chat engage and and you know ask questions of the experts we have on or we have open forums sometimes and let's learn from each other because I would love it if everyone who join, who gets in that Twitter chat eventually goes live and starts seeing some success from it, whatever their goals are, you know. And and again, there's there's <laughs> I think Brian Fanzo um, a few <laughs> weeks ago, like I think I shared some article about yet another live streaming thing. He's like, great, just another one we all have to know about because there's just no end <laughs> to the live streaming apps out there. Um, Periscope, Facebook being the most popular and well-known ones, but there are tons of them. And so um, just finding whatever one fits you. I mean, you know, if it's, if it is Periscope or Facebook or, or something different, go find that and be on it and tell your story as chocolate Johnny would say, um, you know, John from uh, Australia with his chocolate business. Um, he would say that he's like, you're a human, you've got a story and someone wants to hear it. Right. So get on and tell it. And I love that, that mantra to, to do that. And then Joe Wilson also love his saying that we're all famous to a few people. Um, there's, there's going to be some group out there that just thinks you're the bee's knees. Yes, I am aging myself. But, um, yeah, get down there and, and talk to people who want to hear from you. So. Right, right. And are you still simulcasting it on Periscope? Uh, I did. I did not do that this last week. I went on uh, Facebook li uh, from the group. From the um, There's a hashtag Let's Livestream group oh, on okay. Facebook. And I went live from there just to kind of try it. Um, and I liked that all right. Um, I did instantly see a benefit from being able to not have comments float away but i also didn't get the same viewers i'd had on periscope so um right. i don't know i may figure that out if i want to do it, it does make sense to me to say hey we're tweeting about live streaming maybe we should be live streaming at the same time um so uh, right. i do want to keep doing that i may i think i'll pop back on periscope this next week and do that that's really the only periscope i do uh is that weekly um mm -hmm. that weekly broadcast but uh I like that. I noticed that Madeline Sklar, she'll go on Periscope after her Twitter, uh, uh, Twitter Smarter Twitter chat and give a recap. So I kind of right. like that it's being, you know, segueing and still getting that content out via those other apps. That's yeah. interesting. Fun. Yeah. And, and then Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Yes. Eastern, 12 noon Mountain yeah. Time, you host Laugh and Learn social media with Really Social. Yes, I'm adding the link in the, the sidebar. Um, yes. So this year... And this, this kind of segues mm -hmm. into what we had talked about a little earlier about some different plans coming up down the pipe. Um, this year, I, I do it every Tuesday, and each, each right. uh, week of the month has a different focus. So um, this week, it'll be who's who in social media, and I am featuring guest Carlos Gill. 
And I'm very excited about that because Carlos is the man. He is the man of the Snapchat fam. He's the man of Real Talk. <laughs> and he keynoted uh, Social Media Day uh, San Diego 2016. So I'm excited to have him on there. I, I love Carlos, too. He is so undyingly energetic about Snapchat being able to be used for business. And to me, that correlates to that more personal touch of social media and messaging being able to be used for business. So I love that he's going to be on tomorrow. Um, but then I do uh, what's happening in social media, second Tuesdays, that kind of just recaps all the different things that are happening in developing in social apps. Then I do uh, when and where in social media, that often can focus on automation, where should you broadcast or where should you post, when should you post. Um, we did one with Mark Goeth I was on and we talked about those special mm -hmm. domains like .lab and .social. So it's kind of just the geography and the timing of social media. Right. And then uh, the last Tuesday of the month is the how-to. So usually I hone in on how to use a specific app. And this last month we did a uh, LinkedIn, um, how to use your profile and just really dig in, creating a custom URL, um, beefing up you know, your publicity settings on there, adding assets like files and PowerPoints to your, I don't know if you guys knew you could do that, uh, to your LinkedIn. You can add PDFs and stickers and images and make it like a ding-dang portfolio. It's amazing. Um, Right. So that's what we're doing this year. And then I am segueing that into next year. I'm going to turn that show into much more of a feature on so on uh, social businesses. So people, those businesses that are using or misusing social media, I want to give them an opportunity not only to talk about what they've learned and what they're succeeding at, but also to tout their business. You know, we small businesses make this world go round. Let's get these guys out there and let them talk about what they've learned and get them some publicity and support them. And I'm a big fan of that. So, um, so yeah, I'm uh, I'm keen to do that. And that's, that's why the Facebook group and the meetup group starting that up. So, cause I need to start lining up some uh, small businesses to feature. Wow. Excited. You keep busy. You definitely keep busy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ask me what I was doing today. It'll be at the end of the show. I'll be like, how how hard was it to, for you to get here on time today? <laughs> <laughs> now, are you still very active on Snapchat? Because once you canceled Car Talk, I stopped using Snapchat. <laughs> was oh my gosh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I hardly use that. No, I just I it's too much. I have too many things going on, and it's not my favorite. Um, I know, like the knives are coming out for me, yeah. and they'll be marching it's down the fine. street, burning torches. No. But I just, of all the of all the different platforms, that's just not one that I have the time the time that's for. Okay, <laughs> Ross, it's okay. Um, live. live I can live I can live guilt free. Live guilt free. It's okay. Um, I, I I will say I love Snapchat. I I actually had kind of a quiet week this last week because I was really busy on my business, and I'm like oh, I'm not getting to it, but um. And I'm sorry about car talk going away, but I just wasn't in the car that much in the morning. So, um, but I love it. Um, I, I do love that it's really put a, a, um, a spotlight on private messaging. Um, that it, it is, used, yes, you can share stories and you now can share memories in your stories where you can do a little more produced um, uh, messaging out there. But the whole crux of it is those that one-on-one -on -one private snap or message you do with somebody. And I love that. Oh my gosh. Um, when I got on Snapchat, it so enhanced some, a lot of the Twitter relationships I had. And then it really, right. it really led to a ton of Facebook, new Facebook relationships. I will say that um, being on Snapchat before my Facebook profile was completely locked down. I didn't friend anyone professionally. And Snapchat turned that on its head because then I started, well, I'm friends with them on Snapchat. So I your friend. Oh, well, I'm friend. Okay. So then I just, I have just added a ton of, a ton of Facebook friends because of Snapchat, which I think's added to my personal branding. Um, you know, just something I never tapped into before. So I think Snapchat is a fantastic um, supporting app. Um, I know a lot of people are, are just, they're full in on Snapchat and that's it. That's totally cool. Um, there are such creative, there, there are so many creative people on there. It's it's fantastic way to just be, be creative and use some things and just be real. And I, I do credit it a ton for bringing that reality, that transparency back into business um, and really fostering that into the this new era we're coming into where, hey, people realize you're a real person. They want to do business with a real person. And if they know who you are for real, you're more likely to get their business. So I think it's good. Do you find it's easier um, 
to get responses from people with a DM on Snapchat versus a DM on Twitter or Facebook? Oh, well, yes. Snapchat versus Twitter, yes. That's a far cry. I think we're also over-DM'd on Twitter. Um, I will, obviously, Mm -hmm. if I know somebody and I've I've had some correspondence with them and I I know them in that space, I'll totally DM back and forth with them. But honestly... um, we're uh, we're definitely I definitely use Snapchat me- you know the messages on Snapchat more and Facebook Messenger. I'm a huge fan of Facebook Messenger. Um, but uh, yeah, I I think that um, particularly the part where in Snapchat, um, unless you go in and see that message within 24 hours, it's gone. So you really lost that opportunity right. of oh my gosh, what did what did Ross just say to me? I lost it. I didn't check. I forgot. Um, with a DM that is is also gone in twenty four um, hours. Not on Twitter. Um, Snapchat's got a shelf life. On Snapchat. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. So when I log in once every two weeks, I'm probably missing a lot of right. messages. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, and, and, and now you can save a snap. So Ross, if you messaged me and I went in and saw it, and you know it was some text or something, I could poke my finger down on it and it would save it there, and I could it always be in that conversation. So like it was for, that's a great contextual way to to keep some. Uh, you know, history on whoever you're talking to. Oh, Ross said he loves chocolate cake. I'll have to make sure I mention that next time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you do, but I love chocolate cake too. Uh, but, um, <laughs> but yes, if you don't look at those notifications, if you don't look at those private snaps, they're gone. And that really does detract from relationships. Now, that said, I've had it oopses where I get in there and I accidentally tap the back button or whatever. And I'm like, ah, I didn't see what they said. So, I- I know that's happened so to me too. Them and say, I'm sorry. I, I was just reading it or listening to it. And I hit the back button. Can you say it again? Or I, I totally want to hear and respond. Um, nothing wrong with that. But I think if you do start letting those messages go by the wayside, you lose those relationships. And I know people who've made, who've made business uh, revenue and had gained clients from Snapchat um, because again, that real person. Right. So um, yes. And I will share my snap code. I can see everybody sort of, and kind of talk about Snapchat. My Snap code is Rachel Really Soch. Uh, but yeah, and you guys can find that on my website too. But uh, I, I love that. I think that adding that private messaging component to people, whether they use Snapchat, which so many people are now, or Facebook Messenger, or yes, Twitter DMs, or even WhatsApp texting, messaging, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think that's a key thing people need to be providing for people. Yeah, I prefer Facebook Messenger, but I'm wondering now that you're saying that maybe either I should check in every day on Snapchat, even if it's just to check messages or deactivate altogether, because otherwise maybe you come across as rude if people are sending you messages or I guess they kind of know over time, like I've never seen a story from Ross in, you know, six months or something. He probably isn't the most active person. Well, and um, I know there. I, I one thing I really like about Snapchat that I've heard is that a lot of older people, like elderly, are getting on, and they're not necessarily broadcasting, but they're watching. They, they're they're engaging with the outside world. They're like, I just want to see other people's lives, and can I get to know them that way? And I think that's awesome um, to bring down those silos. And that's just another one. Now, as far as Snapchat, um, you can set it to where it'll notify you if you've got a new Snapchat message. So if you aren't getting notifications, you aren't missing anything. But um, but but right. you know everybody's got to pick. There are just too many apps out there to be on mm-hmm. everything. Some crazy people like me make too much of an effort to try that, um, and we need to dial it back. Um, but you find where your best audience is. I have discovered I don't roll with Periscope. I'm just not huge on Periscope. It's just not my strong app. I love Snapchat and I love Twitter and I really dig Facebook. My you know my Messenger and stuff. So. You just need to narrow down what makes sense for you in your humanity and realize that I'm only one person and I can only get on so many. That's okay. We're, we're talking with Rachel Moore of Really Social, really.social, the Let's Live Stream Twitter chat. Um, Rachel, are there any other um, video apps that you use? Do you use Busker? Do you use YouNow uh, or any of these other, you know, Daily Motion? Well, um, I will say that as an Android user, I don't have a lot of options. Um, this is why the next phone I get will, alas, have to be an Apple product because uh, with Android, I often don't get apps. I haven't even checked recently to see if Busker's available on Android. I should check that. Um, but I find that usually I'll hear about these apps. Oh, that's great. When's out? I'm like, awesome. When's it coming out for Android? 
uh, and then you know the ship has sailed. It's it's a huge. Uh, it is a big deal, I think, for someone like myself who's trying to stay up to speed with all these apps. Well, I can't get in it because I don't have an Apple product. So. Um, Honestly, right now, I, I do focus on Facebook Live, um, Snapchat, which does have live video component to it and that you can have a live messenger thing going on with people. And it's a little bit instant with the whole 24 hour shelf life. I can I can work with Periscope. I don't choose to. Um, I, I very much want to start getting more into YouTube live streaming um, because YouTube's just fantastic mm -hmm. in that. I mean, it is the number two search engine to Google. It's big time. Um, but I'd like to get more into that. Um, uh, but I think that, uh, you know, just as we've seen with Blab, I mean, because there are different types of live stream uh, apps out there. Blab was a multi-person one, multi-seat one, just like FireTalk is and Huzza is. We wouldn't have Huzza and FireTalk and Crowdcast had we not had Blab. So each of these apps can serve as a wonderful stepping stone to what's next. Um, you know, Facebook, as we know, is probably going to multi-streams in the future where you and I can have this conversation just like this on Facebook Live directly. Um, so right. that's going to add a lot of uh, capability to it. So I, I really, I love seeing all these apps come out and learning what they do and what they don't do and just seeing how that, that's just going to keep escalating the quality of uh, and what the offerings are to, to standard users. You know that now on Huzzle, you can actually press a button and go to Facebook Live. I did, did not. I haven't. I need to go check that out. Apparently, you need to watch my updates. I do. Uh, <laughs> I do. When do I have no, time to um, do that? I need to. Um, to no, kidding, kidding. But 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 um, <laughs> seriously, um, you can. It's a new feature. You can literally press a button on Huzzah. You have to request it, but you can do that through your dashboard. Totally requesting it. I was using OBS. Uh, you don't need an encoder, anything. It's just one click, and you're on Facebook really? Live. So you do your show as we're doing this here, but you just go and you click the button on the left side. Um, Jen from Wine Antics had showed me how she can do it on 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 her on her show, and it's that says it's a, a piece lot, of cake. It? Everybody's um, like, we just want to make sure you can go on Facebook Live too. You know, it's like, and and you know, I. I've kind of had written off Huzzah a bit because I, I find that this is more stable platform and it's just very easy for me to like run the show and right. between the chat and the cameras and everything going on on fire talk. But I, I think I have to give Huzzah another, another shot because even though I have Wirecast, which I use for doing right. my updates, um, when I'm doing the show, I want to focus yeah. on the show. And so the idea that I could go to Facebook mm -hmm. live, they say yeah. right now while just focusing on the interview and chatting with the people on the platform, because I think the people who come to watch your show on the platform and are participating in the chat and your guests are the yeah. first priority, not can you take it to another platform and hopefully catch one more person who wasn't expecting it in their right. feed or whatever. But if I could do it by simply pressing a button and get that mm -hmm. exposure, it's got to be. It's got to be something well, worth trying, right? Well, and the thing that I've been doing, and again, just used OBS the last two huzzas I did. I, I kind of think I crashed and burned the first time because I, I know what happened was, uh, and thankfully you helped me because you just were like Rachel, mute one of the tabs. I'm like, duh, um, that is a brilliant <laughs> suggestion. And so I did better this last time, but I still have to have my phone or a tab open where I can see if on Facebook Live if someone's asking a question because you still want to. You know, if you are going right. to that other live stream platform or app and you're able to engage in that where people can actually ask live real real time questions, you still want to say, okay, and we have a question from Facebook Live about blah, 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 blah. So right, that, that right. still makes it ch challenging. It'd be nice. <clears throat> It'd be nice out there, uh, whoever's developing apps, if you would make it so that any comments coming in could all be filtered into one spot and then we could all do that. But right, um, right. it's probably not going to do that because they just really want you to use one app over the other. But, oh, see, David, I know I've got these ideas. Crazy. One of those <laughs> girls. <laughs> yeah, Jim Collison, who was on last week, was mentioning, and I don't remember the name of it, but there's some sort of free chat app that you could yeah. use if you wanted to, like, say, embed your broadcast on your website or whatever and then stream to all these different places and you just tell everybody to use the same chat app. And so everybody's chatting in the same. Yeah, there's an <laughs> app for that. Thank you. 
<laughs> you definitely are going iPhone next time, aren't you? <laughs> I, well, I'm to- yeah, I got to. I, I, I remember I had to wait five weeks for Facebook Live. That was murder. That was, I was like, oh my God, everybody's right. going live at me. I can't stand this. So yeah, it was rough. It's rough. I bought it. I bought an iPod Touch back when Anchor came out, thinking that I was going to be because I was using that like for questions. Yeah. Like I'd ask people to leave questions, and I ask them on the show. But I, I just you know, Anchor became another thing that was like too too many yeah. too many things to follow. I I but I love it. having having the iPod Touch that I can just use when I'm at home to like try out like iPhone app. So it's a, yeah. it's another option if you're like stuck in the middle of a contract. Well, and you know, whatever. my I, my uh, daughter's got an iPad, and I used that to download Ghost Code, so I could actually go add myself to Ghost Codes for Snapchat. But I don't check it because it's on her device, not mine. So, uh, whatever. <laughs> it's just a matter of like I, all the big battle. I do love Samsung products, but man, they just so need to get faster apps. And that's my daughter's just smiling at me like, "That's right, right. I've got the device. You don't." Okay. No, she's got the iPad, yeah. huh? She's got the iPhone. Oh, she's got iPhone. an iPad. I'm not getting my kids a smartphone as iPad. long as I can avoid it. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody want to hop in quickly and ask Rachel a question before we, we wrap up? You okay to oh, hang out yeah. for a couple more minutes? Totally. Okay. If anybody <laughs> wants to jump in, uh, just Gina's let me know. In. Gina would like to jump in and send you an invite. And no, let's try it again. Second. I just saw it come That's what it did to me. I had to allow it. Maybe it seems like you have to invite people oh. twice. Hey, Sheena, how are you? You guys hear me okay? Yes, I love your screen. Yeah, I great. need one of those for my house. This is a Panera bench. It's very attractive. <laughs> yeah. It's like a bed <laughs> behind you. <laughs> it's like a Bill Cosby sweater. Really. <laughs> That's great. It's like. Eh. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go and get a Bill Cosby sweater out and wear that when I do my show. Yeah, we all know. <laughs> so thank you so much for letting me come on. I'm I'm sort of new new to Fire Talk. I was doing some labs of the past, and um, I'm I'm actually getting a, a sort of getting a show sponsored. So I'm gonna be starting a show later this month. And um, I had questions for you on on the best way to promote it. Because I want people to come to the show, not necessarily people from Fire Talk, but just other followers. We're trying to do this like a, like a true news show, um, very news oriented, um, you know, articles on, on the green industry and other things like that. So um, I'm going to say uh, Ross is a Ross is a. So I, and I've ta- a, Ross, I've talked to you before. I feel like I'm looking up at you at the uh, the Brady Bunch thing. Yes. Um, um, what is that? Hollywood Squares? <laughs> Yes, so there's like, a um, Ross is what David Vaughn calls the overlord seat, although it's not as bad what it's not as bad as it used like, to be really like wide. across the entire top. Yeah, and Ross, like just you should do the so. puppet master thing. We're like right. you could do some get up some fun with us. Um I will say I think that um Ross, I will just speak again because it's on your show and I'm allowed to because I have the guest spot. Um, but uh, Ross is fantastic. Uh, he's just been so invaluable to me um, because once he finds a show that's worth sharing, you know, the, the, the content, if he sees it as valuable, he, he will share it freely and highlight it and let people know in Livestream Universe, this is what's coming up this week. That, uh, that's been hugely valuable for me, um, for my, you know, and I think that, so if you can, you know, if you you find someone like that, if Ross is wonderful for that, or someone who's like, just believes in you and has that kind of audience and said, Hey, I want to recommend this show to other people because it's awesome. But also I think the consistency is so key. Um, you have to, if you're going to be on, you got to be on. And if you're not going to be on, you have to let people know why. And here, here's a replay of something different in, instead, you know, but um, they, they, they show up, you know, and they want, if you don't show up and they say, okay, you're not here anymore. Um, there, you have a ghost town eventually. So, I, I think it is just a matter of, you know, you've got the good content, you've got someone who believes in you who will share it out freely and that may be more than one person. And then um, just make sure you're there. Um, but that would be, those are three kind of easy things, I think, particularly since you're already got Ross's ear right there, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's right, right. In, in the community, it's okay to ask uh, other, um, you know, people who do, you know, who advertise, people who we look to for answers. It's okay to say, hey, Ross, you know, um, I've got this new show. Let me tell you a little bit about it. You can see and oh yeah, 
you know, there's a, a group of you guys that I would ask, you know, I would basically say, totally. come and watch the first one and tell me what you think. And then yeah, you know, find it valuable yeah. for future use, you know, I would. Yeah. And I'm always looking for like good shows to talk about. So I, I don't look at it as a bother, but I look at it as a, you know, like you're doing me a favor by providing me with, with info. Um, also, I mean, go to other people like like you're doing here go to other people's shows talk in the comments and stuff like that then when you have a show um your name's already familiar to people and they're like oh i didn't know gina was doing yeah. a show i maybe i should check that out that's probably be you know so that's a great way to um to get people to know you and then you don't have to well, do then, as much that's promotion. the next question so obviously here i'm gina i don't even know i'm gina iliopolis and so <laughs> It's because it's a brand new, it's a brand new handle. So I don't even know how I'm logging in. (laughs) But uh, so when I do this, this promoted show that I'm doing, it's going to be with Greenmark PR and it's not going to be my name. So, so I start out by making sure that everyone knows my name and then introducing myself and making sure that people recognize me as an individual as connected to this, this promoted show. I would, um, go ahead, Ross, I'm sorry. You know, go ahead, um, Rachel. Yeah, uh, I, Gene, I ran into this similarly too when I was starting because my, my company's a startup technically. We're still in the first year. So, you know, I was trying to get the brand, that company name out. I was already out there, but I needed to try to push that too. Um, I, my avatar on um, my, a lot of my logo stuff, it's me, but it's got my logo in, in the, uh, the image. So there's a little bit of stuff there. Um, in any of your bios, uh, Twitter or Facebook or anything, always mention, if you can do the link, do it, but always mention the brand and then in okay. the brand mention you. So there's a back and forth there. Um, and uh, yeah, I would just say that um, also another way too um, is just keep, you know, just saying it over and over. I, I think, you know, we always kind of come up with these, uh, you know, good graphics that we have to put as the cover photos or thumbnails or whatever. Just make sure your brand and your face Right. If Our people know time. you, yeah. Um, if people see you and then that logo, they're like, oh, okay. I'm starting to okay. see. Yeah. Correlate. Yeah. Okay. And one, one other thing I was going to say, too, about um, your show, uh, you know, if, it's totally cool to, like, let other people know um, it's going on. Um, there are some great Facebook groups that are focused on live streaming shows. Um, I know uh, I've got one, but um, I know Joel Calm has one as well. And he does leave some opportunity where you can share your show and your stream if it's adding value. Um, but, uh, that plus, um, you know, like I said, I've got my Twitter chat. Um, if you ever want to be a guest on that say, Hey, I'm doing a show. It's a live stream show and here's what it's about. Um, but that's just one example of guest spots where people, you know, those of us who are also live streaming, we want to feature other live streamers and, um, step into that and just say, Hey, I actually put my link for, uh, be our guest, uh, in the sidebar, go fill it out. And I would totally talk to you about that. But that's one way to just be like, Hey, I'm out here. Because like Ross said, no, if nobody knows you're out there, um, they're not going to be able to come see. It's just a matter of hitting it over and over. Say, yes, I'm here. And that just keeps spreading. So I think you'll have a good audience. Go to Facebook and just search the groups that are about live streaming. And I could join some of those groups. And Yeah. there's um, If you have the Facebook group app for your phone, um, it's got a pretty decent discovery function on there. You can look up by topic. Um, man, if you look up things like Snapchat, there's just like... Um, same thing with live video. Um, but yeah, you just start kind of, and you do find, I mean, as you start posting and even sharing articles in those places, uh, people can get more visibility on you and what you're doing. And it's, it's a great, great way to network in there and let people see what you're doing. Great. So I would, but when you, when you join a group, you have to join as an individual, right? You can't join as a yeah. business, right? No, Again, that, that logo or that name somehow combine it. Yeah. So that I'm associated with it. Okay. Yeah, add it, add it to your profile, you know, say what your position is at that brand to people. You know, if they go visit your profile, that's going to be front and center. Um, and also, I mean, think about your cover photo. Obviously, use Facebook, your profile, how you want to use it. Um, everybody's got different reasons. They want to use it just profession, you know, professionally or personally or, or a mash of the two. Um, but you can change your cover photo. Maybe it's a picture of you with the, the brand logo. Um, you know, yeah, so there's a really cool logo that I could use. We, we had a three copy of it made. It's like this plastic image of our logo and I could just put it on my shoulder and I could do that. Nice. <laughs> Everyone would, would associate my face with this logo and that would work too. So, 
yeah, yeah, t totally. Just make those where there's, you know, I see you, I see your brand. Okay, you are, you are together. You are the same. So, I'm yeah. trying to read all the comments. So, thank you, Gail. Thank you, Jonathan. Uh, thank you, Rachel. Thank you, Ross. So, I'll do all this at every, every all these things that people are telling me to do in the comments. So, I'll, I'll subscribe to people. I'll find people. Our, I'll go to your <laughs> guest. I'll do all this stuff. On the <laughs> I have all this. Stays there, right? That yeah. stays there. Okay, good. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so, so thank you for letting me be on your show. I really appreciate it. And hello. Yeah, great question. Recognize me in the side. You know, I've been waving at people left and right. I've been <laughs> on in a while, and I, now I'm, I've, I have this opportunity. So this is going to be really great. So wait, who would careful what you ask for? Careful what who asks for? You. Ed. But Ed, experiential Ed is sitting right next to me because we're married. So. <laughs> Oh, sure. You're like, oh. what do you mean by that? Exactly. <laughs> like, That's awesome. no. like, oh, wait, he's coming over. I think he's going to try to make a, a yeah. hey. <laughs> So thank you all very much for your help. I really appreciate it. I'm, I'm already part of Jonathan Tripp's Lab Nation. I'm on that group. So I'll join some of the other ones, and then I'll just let, start letting everyone know because it's it's on the third Thursday of August, and I don't have it scheduled yet. So I'll let everyone know, and maybe everyone will be interested in seeing what we're doing. So thank you. Cool. Thanks a I lot, Gina. To see it. Thank you, Gina. Yeah, thanks. Does anybody else want to hop in with a quick question? We're talking with Rachel Moore from Really.Social. Long Monday. Rachel's dancing on the uh, Panera. The, the Bill Cosby Panera couch. Sweater. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to say his name because somebody will think, oh, he's a fan. Oh, he doesn't I, know I, what's going I, I hate him because he ruined all the humor and like I used to love his humor now I'm like it's bittersweet anymore because he's you know, yeah. but uh but yeah and but yeah I would love if everybody I am going to be on tomorrow with Carlos Gill um I feel like I will need to have five cups of coffee before I go on with that because uh if I thought I had energy and could talk that guy will give me a run for my money so <laughs> <laughs> Wow. All right. Well, thank you so much, Rachel. This has been amazing. Um, you're always welcome to uh, to come back anytime. I uh, love what you're doing. And um, you're a real combination of talent and goodness, kindness, which is, is really, really hard to find. So. Well, back at you, man. Like I said, you know, I sing your praises all day long and still wouldn't be done. You're, you're a quality gem of a human being. So I appreciate being on thank your you. show of anyone show. So thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Um, I will be on Zef Zan live tomorrow night. Uh, Wednesday night, I'll be on the Jenny Q show. And then next Monday, we're back with David Vaughn here on Livestream Stars, Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Fire Talk, you can always get there by going to rossbrand.tv. Have a great night, everyone. <laughs>